0: Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere, only on Gaming Uncensored.
1: transmission divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain this is gaming uncensored
2: Your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus. Yeah, okay. A man on wheels and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy.
0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored. And my dad may be Kratos. <laughs> And of course, Tommy's sitting over there. What's up, man?
2: Not, not much, man. I've, I've had the thought that if I was ever going to cosplay as anybody, I would shave my head and like get like protein powder diet for like three months and go as Kratos.
0: I, I swear, it's <laughs> he, he's my dad. Like, like you just take the attitude, and that's my dad. <laughs> it
2: really is. You,
0: you've known, you've known my dad for seventeen years. That like the way Kratos speaks to people. That's my dad all it,
2: day long. It is a hundred percent true. <laughs> yes, which tells I'm gonna never not think about that now around your dad.
0: And he is uh, like I, the what I love, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, we got other stuff on the show, but but man, he's getting grumpier. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: it's it's really funny to watch. Your but dad or Kratos said, are both. Well, both, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like a mirror image. It's it's really
2: scary. <laughs> Life-imitating uh, art.
0: That said, what else is on the show today? Uh, we're definitely
2: going to talk about God of War, which I'm excited about because you and I have not spoken about it yet. So this will be our first conversation about it here on the show, which will be fun. So, uh, Aside from that, we also have Game Award nominees, uh, which We'll bring back up God of War because it's nominated for a ton, but uh, other nominees, too, which will be fine. We have uh, release date and price point for PlayStation VR, which is, whoo, it's uh, it's pretty brutal. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, we got a handful of other things. Uh, Witcher remake, the original Witcher is getting a remake, which I'm pretty excited about that pretty cool um sonic the hedgehog's creator getting in trouble some random stuff in here so uh, yeah uh, we we're not gonna get to it all because we never get to it all so go back to show notes gaming uh see the things we don't get to uh because there will be uh, a bunch there
0: so i'm gonna change my screen for <laughs> just one second Hopefully hope it'll still be wide enough to not screw everything up <laughs> uh but i'm i'm gonna add something to the to the uh show notes as we as we go along here you and i were talking before the show i think it's very interesting to talk about because i i have, i've been doing some debating since we have been off the air lately and uh so yeah we got a lot to talk about but first i we gotta start with god of war we do yeah i, I-, I mean it, it's i it, <laughs> It's, it's so good.
2: It's so good. <laughs> B- before you, before you keep that train of thought, we got to say thank you to the guys who made us playing God of war uh, possible uh, to the Patreon guys, uh, Cabin, Jose, Nark, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, and Luke. Thank you guys so much for your support and helping us to buy video games. So we can then talk about video games as we are just about to do. If you want to support us on Patreon, go by gaming Uh Click that, become a patron, uh, uh, link. Uh you can support us. You can also watch us. Uh all of these podcasts are posted as videos uh over at the Patreon. And so uh, if you'd like to follow along uh with us in yeah. that, uh please do.
0: Ignore my face for a second. If you are watching,
2: you saw Jamie uh, go suddenly dark, and now he's back. uh, Our high-tech lighting rig over here, which is Jamie's blinder.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's it's really not great. Um, I really need Tommy to come to my house and help me uh, spur some stuff away. That's all I'm saying. Uh, My... My office still sounds like a cavern, so <laughs> there's that.
2: We have we have uh, things to work on. So all that said, <laughs> uh, we have we have picked up God of War. We have been playing uh, God of War at least a little bit. We're not terribly far into it, but you know enough to be able to at least start having a conversation about it. And honestly, and I'm interested to see where you're going uh, with this as well. But so, I mean, it's it's just more God of War. Like there's not anything new to it per se. It well, just took something that I was awesome and kept doing it.
0: And and this is something that I'm kind of grumpy about. Like, I think as I'm getting older, I'm, I might be turning into my dad <laughs> because it, I'm, I'm really... It's very much like Horizon at this point. Yes. It's, it's very much like, okay this is what they did before and there's more of that which is great um like there's nothing wrong with God of War uh it it is everything that we loved about the first one and it's just more and it's got a few things added that are kind of cool yep uh I but I will tell you this and part of this is because... I'm having to watch it on YouTube and so my 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 vision is sort of colored a little bit but the first thing that I thought when I watched the first video is you know this really doesn't look that good. Yeah. Like like it it looks it looks good. Like I sound like a snob when <laughs> yes. I'm saying that. Yeah. Because it does. It looks good, but it, it doesn't look it doesn't look that good.
2: Yes, let's uh let's let's have that discussion because I, I agree hundred percent. It was one of the first reactions I had to firing it up, was just like, oh, this is a PlayStation 4 game, which it is. Like, let's be clear about it. It 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 is a PlayStation 4 design game that has been released on PlayStation 5 uh and it looks it um and that's not bad it's a darn good looking playstation 4 game it's a good looking game on playstation 5 but it's not um blow-your-mind visuals like exist in, in, really, honestly, just a handful of other games. But there are a handful of other games that have significantly better visuals at this I point.
1: Mean,
0: I mean, let's be clear. When, when we say a handful of un- other games, we're talking about five games.
2: Maybe. <laughs> like, it really
0: isn't much. Like, as I'm watching you play the game, I I had to laugh. And I'm glad that I saw it before we started the show because as I got through the last video, I noticed that another guy that I watch when i'm I'm needing to uh get some content and you are not available had Gotham Knights available in four k which made me laugh out loud because that's that's a, like why like why waste your time, sir uh, <laughs> And so they're 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 really like maybe five games, and we always go back to Ratchet and Clank because it looks that good.
2: Yeah, Uh,
0: but there's just not that many, and so it's a very nitpicky thing to talk about is how God of War looks. Now, on the last video that I watched, you're in a different realm, and I have to admit the different realm looks better yes but that's because it's a water-based realm
2: yes this did the same thing i had this thought uh and and you you were making that point of when we first fired up red dead 2 and the first you know uh the uh, opening section of red dead 2 visually was disappointing because it's like in the snowstorm and it's like not pretty there's nothing there to show off the fidelity of it and god of wars starts in kind of a similar way in this snowy it's fimble winter and so it makes sense whatever like that's that part of the narrative i'm not knocking that but it does kind of an injustice to even as good as that game does look because the beginning of the game is in kind of tight quarters and it's snowy and so you don't have much like distance of uh sight you know and so it just like it just starts out feeling like eh it's a it's a good looking game it's not a great looking game I, i'll be totally honest like five minutes in i'm over that right like it's right. just it's such a good game that like it's not something that like you sit there and and like just dwell on and the character models are really good uh yes uh one of the things that they've done a good job with uh especially you know kratos uh it's just every time it goes in close on kratos you're like oh yeah that's like they they nailed that the you get to uh like slight spoilerish stuff here anybody who's uh into god of war at all is already ahead of us uh, but you deal with zeus pretty early on uh and or thor excuse me pretty early on in the game uh, and the Thor character model is just fantastic. I love uh, just about everything about the Thor character model. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, like those things suck you in, even when the environment and the uh, things that are pretty obviously PlayStation 4 graphics uh, don't compel you quite as much.
0: Again, uh, a bunch of grumpy old men uh, is what we're looking at when you're talking about old Odin and Thor. Uh we're not talking about the Marvel version of Thor, which which I I gotta say I really appreciate.
2: Yes, like, I do too.
0: Yeah. Uh Thor is a grumpy old man that really does not want uh to be in his situation.
2: Yeah. Uh and, and he's like fat and like, you know, like uh not like Marvel <sighs> Thor. You know, like he's very much like uh uh the 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 Thor of mythology like it just is much better. Like I just love that kind of representation of him. It's it's really, really well done really I really really like uh Thor. The other thing I'll mention is Odin, the first time Odin like walks in like <laughs> just the the ridiculousness of God of War, like I said this moment of like like you're just hanging out in your house, and then suddenly there's, like, lightning bolts, so you go outside, and there's Thor, and, like, Thor comes in, and you sit down at the table, you start chatting with Thor, and then there's yeah. a knock at the door, and you go open the door, and there's Odin, and you're like, oh, yeah, come on in, Odin, like, whatever, and, like, everybody's just hanging out. But, uh, but
0: that's not even the best part. He walks out the door, and Thor's standing there, and you see the hammers, like, ooh, and the first <laughs> line he says is, I have need. <laughs> like, I don't, know, yeah, great. I don't know if you caught that, but yeah. like, it's like, Kratos is like, I'm not letting you in the door. And Thor's like, I have need, Which is just perfect.
2: It's so good. And then Odin walks in and uh, Odin is played by Richard Schiff, which I recognized immediately. Because I love the West Wing, and he's Toby right. from the West Wing. Yeah, uh, And it just, like, opened the door, and I was like, oh my god, it's Toby. Like, it just was immediately, like, it's Toby with, like, weird, <laughs> like, god aura to him. But, like, even his, like, mannerisms and him interacting with the other characters and that kind of... Like, it just, like, their their character model of him, the representation, just like, it's Toby. You know, like, it just was, like, uh, just, like... They did that well. They captured... Characters, and I think that's really what's going to drive this game, and it was a big part of the first one, too. And so, it's not like this isn't new either, but I feel like it's even more so in this one that it's really going to be driven by the characters and the personalities, uh, and, and all of that. Uh, and, side and, of it.
0: and I just i agree 100%. And I'm trying to figure out a way to say this because I don't think the story. It like we're not talking about a last of us level story, but at the same time, that's what you're here for. Yeah. Like it 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 has that it has that it has that thing, like where you wanna where you're thinking, okay, what's going on here? I need to understand. Again, it's not the last of us, but at the same time, if it were just bashing enemies, and this is another nitpicky thing that I wanted to bring up, the first hour of of uh, the game that you played in in the snow and the wind, like, mm-hmm. I watched like thirty minutes of it, and I was bored because I don't know what is up with me in my old age, but I'm not enjoying the con the combat where you're just uh beating somebody like a pinata and yes. there's no blood and there's no like like i'm watching that i'm like what is this he has this huge axe <laughs> you're gonna tell me you can't take somebody's head off really just I get mean, this over with like what are we doing here yeah.
2: you take plenty of heads off but it does take a little yeah. bit. like it's just like I I get you on that. Like the. I think this may be, and this is going to be going a little bit off the rails, but this will actually get us into what we talk about game awards stuff here in a little bit. I think, you know, like one of the things that God of war did with kind of the, the reboot of the franchise with the last title and now kind of the continuation of this, because for all intents and purposes, this is just a straight continuation. Like there's just right. nothing drastically new about it. Again, that's not a knock because the first one was phenomenal. So give me more. I'm okay with that. Um, But one of the things they did in the first one was try to make it a little bit more, quote, Souls-like in its um, uh, combat and application, that kind of stuff, as opposed to a little bit less just hack and slash like the original God of War games were. And I love those original God of War games. They're a blast. Yeah, This, you can still do a lot of hack and slash, so you don't have to play it nearly as tactical, but you do have to play it more tactical than those early games. But they've kind of landed in this weird place where they still kind of spam you with enemies um, that uh, are like wanting to be hack and slashed but not quite hack and slashable, if that makes sense. Whereas like Elden Ring going to a true Souls game uh, doesn't do that. It doesn't spam you with enemies that it tempts you into hacking and slashing nearly as much. It says from the kind of get-go, you know what the combat is. You know that like every encounter has this kind of either tactical or frantic nature to it. I mean, there is a kind of franticness that can happen in there. But it's not just hack and slash. It's not just button mashing that you're just plowing through enemies. And I almost wish God of War would do a little bit more of just the plowing through enemies for kind of the... Not random encounters, but the small encounters, just the like, you, you know, the right. enemies they're just kind of tossing at you and then be more intentional in the tacticalness with the boss fights, which they do a pretty good job of boss fights in God of War are really fun. And those are, are a good time. But the the fights just in between feel a little stale. Uh, and so you watching it, I can confirm that I have that same kind of vibe playing it that it is just kind of hack 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 you know hey maybe you get that uh, little uh trigger to do cool move with r3 and then you hack their head off and you're like yeah that was cool oh there's another guy behind me hack 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 you know like it just <laughs> there, there's a there's a missing element that could enhance how intentional the combat feels in that way i think And maybe it'll get better in the game because some of the reviews that I've seen about God of War just raving about how the combat is one of the things that has been improved. Maybe we just haven't got to where it feels improved yet, but at this point, it just feels like the same.
0: And the fight with Thor was great, but even Thor had some of that hacking. Like, you're hitting the guy with an axe and he's (laughs) not bleeding. Like It's like he's got a muscle suit on or Mm -hmm. something. And, and, like, I'm going, come on. Like, there needs to be a little bit more,
2: like, the pacing feels off. Maybe that's part of it with the combat. It's like, instead of, like, five hits to do this, like, next trigger event, maybe I need two hits to get there. But the difficulty needs to be a little bit harder for landing those two hits. That feels right. like more of a payoff. That's that right. that where, yeah, I, I feel that 100%. I,
0: because I'm, I'm I, I was thinking, here's what I was thinking. Speaking of the original games, I'll never forget the very, very, very first uh, boss fight that you have in the original game is the Hydra. And I remember the three or four-headed Hydra being really, really hard. Like, yeah, you're slashing, but it was hard. Like, I got trashed several times, and and I I really would like to see that where it's not slash them ten times and then you get to do something cool. Make it harder for me to get those two hits and like you're talking about, and then give me something that I'm not expecting. Yes. And, and the the funny thing was during the entire fight, Thor is asking for it. <laughs> He's like, come on, where's this God I've heard so much about? You're the God killer. Come on, bring it out. Come on, come on, the whole time, right? Like, And, and I'm like, yeah, I totally agree with you, bro. Like, Yeah, bring it out um because there's so much cool stuff that you could do uh that that they haven't yet but I hope they get there
2: yeah yeah I do too and I, I like even just the progress we've made thus far in the game like one of the problems in Horizon had the same problem uh that you get when you have this kind of continuation of a game is that you also have to have like this stat reset thing right it's <laughs> so I hate though, that like I it, hate it it, 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 but i don't have a better solution for it but it is just like a, a a reality of this kind of thing that like you feel like you're picking up the same game except for you're back at square one as far as your character goes so, and so that that beginning little slog also feels a little bit sluggish just because like your initial memory of the game is like with your character at not, you know, at in-game level, whatever it is, you know, with your weapons upgraded and your stats and whatever it is, and then you start from square one-ish, like, it just feels weird. But you can't continue at, like, super maxed out dude either. I don't know what the answer to that is. See,
0: I I think I have a fix. I think the fix for it is the old-school RPG fix, right?
2: That you get nerfed somehow at the beginning?
0: Well, Well, I mean, like, like, when you play an old school rpg and i'm trying to think of one i have our our man the single guy in my head uh because i remember him talking about this early on one of the shows that we did on the radio he was playing an rpg and i can't remember the name of it but all of the old school RPGs that we played, including Diablo, once you beat it one time, you got to keep your level, you got to keep your stuff, you got to keep all of that. The the enemies just got harder. Like you didn't lose, you didn't lose your skills. Just the second time through, you got more skills and the enemies got harder. And I feel like if you played the original game and had a save and I feel like all of that could be used and and that's way overkill for a commercial game like God of War. But I think it could work. I mean, because everybody has cloud saves now.
2: Yeah, but it's it's the design element, not the application element. That's the problem, right? Because if you do that, what's the incentive to gather resources and all like there's the progression element of the game. That's really fun. Like, like that's part of what's engaging about it. If you take that out, that's like half the RPG elements, you know, that we talk about all the time. And so you got to have a way to have those things there that make them feel meaningful but so at the same time, I, there's this continuity thing that's weird, and yeah, like I said, I don't have a good idea. I, I, I think the I think
0: the way you make it meaningful is just is make the enemies. Uh, if if you played the first game, you you come up with enemies that require you to upgrade even further, and and this this brings me to a point in the game that I really enjoy, and that is. And I can't believe I'm saying this because it's not like we're playing Diablo 2 here. <laughs> but the crafting is getting better. Yeah. The crafting is getting better and the, the the RPG aspect of the stats is getting better. Like every time you go to a weapons bench, uh, the first game, it was like, oh, great, he's going to a weapons bench. So now I get to hear what the funny thing that the dwarf says. <laughs>
2: right. Well,
0: okay, so the dwarf says the funny thing, but every time that you've gone to a weapons bench, you, you've gotten a reasonable upgrade out of your armor or your axe or yes. your uh, place of chaos or something. Uh, so So I'm... I feel like I need to trade in my RPG card, but I'm really digging the upgrade aspect of this God of War game.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think they've done that well. I like the kind of variations of the armor is fun, you know, and there's like the, the risk reward options or the more defensive options, or, you know, like you can kind of go with a play style and, and customize it for that. And, and that is well done. And it preserves the the progression interest. Like, that's another thing. I just want to see what do we unlock next? And so every time now I'm going to talk to Sindri or whatever, I'm like, oh, what, what can I do that's new here? You know, like, where have I found materials at that I can upgrade stuff? And like... That is the progression element of the game for the most part. Like You don't what? really level up like a traditional RPG or something like that. And so this is the way that you progress and, and get more powerful, stronger, all that kind of stuff. And so it it does a good job of making you want to do that, of incentivizing you to find resources to try to unlock the puzzles that unlock chests and all that kind of stuff.
0: And, and the materials are what make you want to explore Mm -hmm. like every time you get to one of those big locked chests like i i don't know about you but i see the huge locked chest that you have to figure out how to open it it's always a puzzle and 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 i always assume that there's not anything good in there but i'm I'm (laughs) i'm like I'm like looking at that chest, screaming at the TV, going, Don't leave it, dude. Yep. There, there's got there's gonna be something good in that chest, don't we? Yeah. Leave- I, I I I like that's what that's we're getting more exploration out of that, out of getting the materials than anything else.
2: For sure. And thus far, what this God of War is already doing better and we're just in the first realm, um, is focusing on uh, exploration early on like the first one got to that but it took a while before it got there this one kind of just puts you into that pretty fast into a fairly it's not open world by any means but in a fairly big level area that you can go explore and find some different stuff and and even kind of hold your hand to say you could do this or you could do that you know like really making sure you realize that you have the option to not just follow the main story path uh straight uh along you can if you want to but there's also these other things you can go do and and it does a good job of incentivizing that and not everything is super obvious there's one little area that like uh, there was a chest. You could kind of see it when you're rowing by in the boat and you're like, oh, how do I get over there? And it took a little exploration. You find it and it's a payoff. You get like a, a life boost or something out of that. But it's this whole little area with a puzzle and a bunch of enemies and that kind of stuff that you could totally just skipped. Like if you weren't paying attention, right. you just, and I'm sure we'll end up skipping some of those because some of them aren't going to be super obvious. Uh, and that's a really good level design thing of like just incentivizing you to explore a little bit, to look around, to see what there is without like Atreus going, hey, dad, go over there. Go look and see what this is, you know, like, which there is a bit of that, too, between Atreus and uh, Mimir, like, talking to you all the time. Uh, there's a ton of dialogue in this game, which I really like. Yes. is also cracks me up because, like, Uh, obviously kratos as a character is not somebody who's like about banter and so just surrounding him with like characters that banter and just having him annoyed about it all the time like your dad is really funny you know (laughs) like they play into that well of like all the like little poking uh, and all that kind of stuff is is enjoyable to me
0: it it is and i i think What's most interesting to me is and I thought this in the first hour of the game, but when you very, very, very first start, when you when you it brings up the menu and hit you hit new game and and Kratos sits down on a bench and he's holding something, and he just looks done. Like yes. he's he's done. Like He's an old man and he's tired, and I don't want to do this anymore. And, and then you got Atreus, which is just like, "Hey, Dad, check this out, man! I can do this. I can do that. I, I am awesome. Let's go kill some people." And, and Kratos is like, "No, dude, no." Uh, I, I I love I love the 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 give and take of that because right. Kratos is done, like. Kratos wants to go somewhere and play golf six days a week. That's what Kratos wants to do. And Atreus is like the opposite, which, which by the way, let's talk about that for a second because it's fairly obvious that somehow, some way, Atreus is a, is a reincarnation of Loki. Right, uh, he he doesn't know who he is, or or kind of what what's going on there, and and that is something that has me really interested. Yes, because again, it ain't the Marvel Loki, right? It's not it's <laughs> not that at all. And I I enjoy the Marvel Loki, uh, but but it's very clear. In the first hour of the game, that the kid's got some juice, like he's got some, he's probably got some more powers that his dad doesn't have. You know, like yeah, he he's gonna be a bad dude. Yes, <laughs> uh, and, and and that's really, I'm really interested
2: in that. Me too, and it's one of the things I really appreciate about it is like. The first God of War game, like, there were kind of the two big reveals at the end, which was the Loki thing, and, and Atreus has a line about his name being Loki. Uh, and then, like, Thor, just very briefly, there's just that little bit at the very end that's Thor. And then both of those things are just payoff right at the beginning of this game. Like, it just leans right into them, which I really like, because that's what, like, you knew from the last game to be expecting and it's not like stringing you along like eventually you'll run into thor as like bam thor right here from the beginning like let's let's just do it you know and it's just i love the fact that they're leaning into that because that tells you that that's going to be the game you know like that's what you're building through or what you're working through in this game this kind of quest for identity for atreus how he uh like fits in with thor and odin and what that interaction is going to be and and kratos being an outsider to all of that and and trying to figure out how to navigate that with his son it's like it's it's fascinating like it's really great as far as narrative and storytelling goes and and it's you know that's the thing that's going to catch us like visuals are fine gameplay is fine uh boss fights are good story is what we're here for. And I think it's going to deliver on the story more and more as we get deeper and deeper into it.
0: And, and I just, I, I, I think by the end of the, by the end of the game, we're really going to like this. Mm -hmm. And, and I have been playing something that is the exact opposite of all of this, which is life is strange too. And, and, and I, I just, just, I'm going to take 30 seconds here and tell you about that because there's not much to say. Like it's it's life is strange, and and it really is the the best line that I can think of. I saw a story. Uh, the the tagline on the IGN review was uh, "Life is strange is boring in the best way possible." right like <laughs> i played it like two hours i haven't gotten to what the new powers are like i'm wandering around in the woods there's already been a murder it's already really sad like i played like two and a half hours and i'm like super depressed and crap do i really want to play? like this is really a downer man yeah um and you're you're walking around with your little brother it's like you know it's these two kids in the woods and like it's really uh it's just, it's life is strange if you have ever played life is strange you know what I'm talking about and and I think uh at the end of the day we're going to like both of these games but for two extremely different reasons yes and, and i i wonder when you look at something like God of War or Horizon like we've talked about the fact that they are very formulaic and 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 we we mentioned that back when we were talking about uh, horizon but it's very much the same way with god of war and i'm wondering when when you finish these games or when when you're looking on to the next thing that you're gonna play i mean because i don't know at the end of god of war how we're gonna feel like what are we gonna want to play next yeah that's the thing because God of War kind of scratches all the itches. Like it's kind of got the story, it's got the action, it's got all of that. And so when when I when we get to the end of God of War, I'm wondering what we're gonna to want to play next. Because when I get to the, to the end of uh, Life is Strange, I can already tell you right now, I'm gonna to want to go blow something up.
2: Right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like. I've been sitting at my house for a month and, and, and all I can really, uh, say after a month of being at my house has been a huge success. But man, I really want to play some Fallout 4. Yeah. I want to blow something up. And, and so all of that to say, just to wrap up God of War, it's a very nice mix of a little bit of everything. Yep. That, yeah. that it, that it like they balance it really well
2: yes it's not the best of any of those things uh but it's a really good balance of a lot of things (laughs) like it's not the best gameplay it's not the best narrative it's not the best visuals it's not the best characters even though the characters are definitely one of the strong points of the game but it's a really good balance of all of those things for a package that is really great uh and really well executed if not like blow your mind at any given moment like the initial reaction we had firing up ratchet and clank with just the visuals was like this is spectacular this is mind-blowing that game's not nearly on par with god of war as far as narrative goes like it's a goofy like whatever ridiculous action game uh but it had that one thing that just really stood out god of war doesn't really have that doesn't have that one thing that just really captures you because it's so different or unique or anything like that. But it's just good. It's just overall good. And there's something to be said about just making a great game that's just great. That's not anything one spectacular thing, but a bunch of really good things to just make a great game. So... Yeah. All that said, uh, we'll wrap up with God of where there we'll obviously be talking about it more down the road, uh, before we get into the rest of our show notes really quick here. We have a, a segment, which is fun. We've been having segments recently again, which thrills our, our old souls, uh, and this one particularly because it comes from another one of our old souls. Nick, the Swiss is here with a segment. <laughs> Nick the I Swiss. Didn't! goes back to the very, very beginnings of gaming. Uncensored, uh, started listening to the podcast to help him learn English. Uh, <laughs> Which is like you will like hey, listen to him now. We're gonna take full credit for how well he speaks English because I. Uh, Re-
0: he- Real quick, before you fire that up, I just want to say that I asked for this segment, and Nick, I'm gonna tell you when we when we post the show because I expect you to be listening to at least this this episode. <laughs> yeah. Can can I just say at this point, as you're listening, uh bro, we love you. We need some more chocolate
2: yes i'm I'm just i'm saying that right now but chocolate too uh yes (laughs) 100 percent uh man it was good to hear nick's voice it just made me happy so uh, without further ado here is nick the swiss
1: well hello jamie and tommy it's been years i guess since my last segment and um well, I've been busy with raising kids and not playing much games, so I'm sorry for my long absence. Just recently I started to find some time to play some games. Currently I'm playing Metal Health Singer, which is like a mix between Doom and the rhythm game so it's a rhythm shooter where you have to shoot zombies in the right rhythm to get some extra points and it's it's quite fun there is a free demo and if you are into uh, metal uh, or shooters for that matter and um, give it a try i highly recommend it other than that um, yeah not really much to to add I'm very happy to see that your podcast is still going, 450-something episodes. Whoa, that's a lot to catch up for me. <laughs> uh, glad you're doing fine. It seems not even a pandemic uh, can stop you, so uh, yeah, keep up the good work, and I hope I find time to listen to all the episodes. Greetings from Switzerland. Bye.
0: Okay, so, real quick, just to wrap that up, I don't know if you caught that. Nick's the nicest guy on the face of the planet. He essentially just said, you guys are still doing this show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he just said.
2: So That's exactly are still what he said. Doing this. <laughs> He's like, guys, I have grown up. I have a family and kids that, like, I don't play games, and y'all are still doing this thing. So, yes, yeah. 100%. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Nick, we expect more from you, even if it's just putting your kid on the mic and letting them tatter. We do not care.
2: Yes uh for sure and i uh, uh, i i i want to see if how, how mm. well metal uh hellslinger plays on the uh, steam deck i think that would be a really fun one on like i have a flight in a couple of weeks and so i'm looking for games for the flight uh i think that would be really fun just like rock it out to some metal shooting zombies with like some random person sitting next to me
0: you know and when you were growing up you know, you listen to more metal than I did, I think. So yes. uh,
2: my, my musical tastes have softened as I've gotten older. Uh but it, it, there is some nostalgia to that for sure that I could I could get into that and it'd be a good time. So man, thank you, Nick. Uh that just that that makes my whole week like that. That's just fantastic. I love hearing from that guy.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff right there.
2: So that said, uh, let's, uh, let's get into the show notes, gaming sensor.com. Cause we're not getting through them. Uh, <laughs> just know that, uh, but we'll t- definitely talk about some game award nominees and, and, and a handful of other things before we wrap up. So, uh, game award nominees, uh, let's just, let's start with game of the year and talk about, uh, the, uh, the nominees. I think we, we have a pretty good idea of who we, think we'll win this we'll probably have a differing idea of who we would pick but nominees the non-surprising ones here elden ring of course god of war of course horizon uh, pretty much of course Uh, i think uh you and i would probably agree that those would be the three big titles that you would expect to see here yes the other three a plague tale requiem uh okay cool I've heard good things about the game. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which apparently is very good. Uh, if I was still in the same uh, JRPG mode that I used to be, uh, uh, we would probably be into that a little bit more. By the way, I've played one other game. I forgot that we got to talk about here in just a second. I'll bring that back up. Uh, and then Stray was nominated for Game of the Year. <laughs> Stray, uh, which we've officially played at least a chunk of four of these games which is pretty good uh but stray really surprised me i i like stray that was a good game i did not it nominate is a it for good, game of year
0: <laughs> i was gonna say it is a really good game but it's kind of it's like that sesame street game of one of these things doesn't belong yes. you know <laughs> one like of these
2: things is not like the others
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes and uh, Stray is not that. <laughs> Stray uh-huh. is
2: not that. I love it. It's such a good game, but it's not, it's not. I it's just like if like if like some reason Stray wins game of the year, like we should just all close up shop. Like that that's it's great, but it's not. It's it's,
0: it's like okay. It's like if if nuclear holocaust happens and everything dies, and and the the only the only person left to become president is like uh, I don't know the secretary. That's like <laughs> that's like what stray uh, being nominated for game of the year. It's like that. Yes,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a, a, a an apt uh, <laughs> comparison uh, for sure. So uh, my uh, my guess is that Elden Ring will win this, and I don't think we will be. Of course, uh, shocked about that's that. totally rigged. Like, like I mean, I don't I think don't rigged. Think- I think most people, if you ask them, would say that Elden Ring is the best game of the year. Like, It's not ours. That's what I'll say. Uh, I think I can speak. I I mean, I can speak safely for me at this. I'm pretty sure I can speak safely for you at this. It's not our game of the year. Uh, And uh, I would choose uh, either... God of War, we just haven't got into that much yet. But I mean, we know what it is. Uh, That one's going to be a big deal for us. And Horizon, I would choose over Elden Ring personally uh, because I love horizon we we talked about that game yeah and on on, just you know whatever uh elden ring for as great as it is and i think having put time into it uh i will i'll speak for myself here at least i'm interested if you feel the same way i can at least say i appreciate it a lot more than i did beforehand and i understand why people love it i understand why it's a big deal and and i didn't not like it uh i enjoyed it but it just it keep me the same way that these other games do, and part of that is because I want more narrative to take me along, and and Elden okay. Ring doesn't do that.
0: You you hit it right there. Like Elden Ring is a great game. We're going to play more of Elden Ring if yes. we're being real on it. That's gonna happen because it got us. Yes. And 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 so we're gonna play more of that. But the thing that it doesn't have is that that story to keep driving things along i mean you're you're essentially going through this land killing enemies and different giants and different things like it's it's very similar to to playing a, a lord of the rings type title uh, but it's actually good yes <laughs> uh, so so but the the, the 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 driving story is out there, and that's why I can't make it game of the year. Yep, I I I I can't do it. Um, like, and and let's be honest, let's be real honest about Horizon. Uh, the story's not great. I yep. mean, like, like the story for Horizon when they finally wrap that thing up, I think will be will be a whole lot better, but it's not like it's not like a Mass Effect level. You know i like, yeah. There's a there's a whole other level and Mass Effect's the only one that I can really think of right now. Uh but but there's a whole other level of storytelling and Horizon is not it.
2: Yeah. Uh, um definitely uh I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. But it is there (laughs) like it's it's not trying to be like too clever in its approach which i feel like that's also a little bit dismissive of elden ring i realize but like that's what i feel like about elden ring Is like it's it's snobby in its narrative so let me pause there for just a second because let's talk about also the nominees for best narrative that's another category at the game awards the nominees for best narrative are a plague tale requiem so That okay. God of War Ragnarok, which I would imagine would be the favorite here. Horizon Forbidden West is nominated here, which I would not give it best narrative. There's a lot of other things it does well, but not that. Uh Immortality, the Sam Barlow, uh uh full motion video game. Yes. And then Elden Ring. Elden Ring is another nominee for best narrative. And I'm just like, what are we trying to do with this? Like, this is where like let's not. I feel like there's this uh desire and and like i i'm gonna get slammed for this and i understand that and so i apologize in advance for uh everybody who loves Elden ring that's gonna tell me how wrong i am about this but i feel like there's this desire because it's such a good game to imprint on it that it's brilliant at storytelling in it's like Attempt to not be a storytelling game, right? Like, it it very much goes out of its... Not goes out of its way, but doesn't make an attempt to give you a narrative. It makes you find it. And that's the narrative journey of Elden Ring is gameplay. Like, you get the narrative through gameplay and it gives you these little hints of what's going on, that kind of stuff. But it's not really telling you a story in a traditional way and if you want to make an argument that that is brilliant narrative in its own right then okay make that argument but that's not what narrative means to me like i feel like it's being too cute trying to like squeeze a game that's brilliant for the gameplay and the world design and bosses and everything that it does really well to say because it's great it by definition has great narrative would it just does it. That's not what it well, does. Okay. And that's okay. Like it could be fine well, not doing narrative, but it's just that's not what Elden Ring is. Let, let me let me add to that so we can both get flamed.
0: Uh, <laughs> because because I know there's somebody out there screaming at at, at themselves at us in their car as they listen to this, going, Well, you idiots just haven't played enough of it. And and I there. I have I have uh I, I'm tempted to have you reach over and turn on the PlayStation <laughs> and just look and see how many hours we realistically have in, in Elden Ring. Yes, I know there's pause, but we, we can we can figure that out. I'm gonna guess we have about forty hours in Elden Ring. I I'm I'm gonna guess. And and this is one of those games that like uh I I don't think you really get started till you get past a hundred.
2: Right. Like
0: I I think that's kind of one of those I, I think that's kind of one of those things about Elden Ring. Like if if you if if you have a hundred hours in Elden Ring, somebody that's really been playing it for a long time looks at that and goes, you noob. Right. You, you have, you've only been here five minutes. What are you talking about? So do not email us and tell us that we haven't played it long enough because we've only put in 40 hours <laughs> and we haven't found the narrative. Yeah. I know somebody's gonna email us and tell us that. And and look, we get it. We understand. Here's the thing though. If I have to play more than 40 hours to find the narrative. You haven't done well
2: enough with the narrative. <laughs> right. Like that's not what you're doing. And that's okay. Right. You know what else isn't best narrative game? Metroid. And I love yes. Metroid. Like and I would not ever put it up for like the best narrative because it's not what Metroid does. Like Metroid Dread should it be have been best narrative from last year. Uh, and that was my game of the year last year. I adore that game, but it's not what it does. And Elden Ring, that's not what it does. Another category here, uh, the uh, nominees for best art direction, Elden Ring, God of War Horizon, Scorn, I'm throwing that guy in there, which is super bizarre, but cool, whatever. Uh, and Stray, Elden Ring, to me, is hands down the winner in this category. Like, no doubt about it. Elden Ring's art uh, design, it's it, its just Brilliant. It's a beautiful game, even yes. though visually, like, fidelity wise, it's not as impressive as I don't know, all these games. Like, just like I hadn't thought about this until this moment right now, but none of these games are, are blow your socks off, fidelity wise. Horizon's probably the best, just fidelity looking of these games. Uh, when you just get down to like textures and resolution, that kind of stuff, how well it executes, you know, on, on those things. Um, like, uh, but. Uh, that's not the only thing that's important for visuals, obviously. Elden Ring world design, the art design, the the character models, the, the environment, like, those things are amazing. Like, it is, to me, hands down, the best in that category, which means it probably won't win this category. Uh, but right. for me, it's a no-doubter here, but it's also a no-doubter that it should not win narrative. Uh, and it's just, interesting to me where it's uh yeah
0: i and see that's the thing i i want us way more elden ring because i want to explore it like yes. i i really feel like when we fire up elden ring we're getting dropped in the middle of middle earth essentially yes i realize it's not middle earth i i get that but that's <laughs> what it feels like
2: that's, uh, that, that's hundred percent fair. So, uh, go by the show notes. You can see all the rest of the, the, um, uh, nominees. We won't go through them all here, obviously, but there's a bunch, uh, you, you probably picked up on the trend though, that Elden Ring, God of War and Horizon are kind of the three that are really the big three that are nominated across the board for lots of things. Stray is in there a bunch, uh, and maybe that's a little bit of a surprise, uh, that Stray, uh, is, is as prominent in this as it is, but you know, cool. I'm glad that it's getting, uh, some love even if it's not game of the year (laughs) like let's be clear on that it's not Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is actually getting less love than I thought it would it is up for best action game but that's one that I thought would be kind of that maybe sleeper that would be the unexpected game of the year nominee and Stray end up getting kind of all that like the the one like cool outsider game ended up being Stray instead of being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Which. I I'm right. gonna I'm gonna say something to you. Uh and I was gonna do this live on the air, but you will be here at some point for Christmas. And and we haven't done this in a while, but I think this is the year where I need to find some cash, and we need to go to a store and see if we can find an Xbox. To play uh, the rest of Ninja Turtles on, uh, because we really need to finish that game. Yeah, and that I really, I, I really don't want to do it with our two Max. Sorry, <laughs> I just really <laughs> it was, don't.
2: Um, it was fun, but uh, it was a nightmare. Uh,
0: I guess, yeah, so uh, yeah. I, 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 think this. It might be time for us to go searching for an Xbox to put over here at our new spot
2: that would be Uh, fun. yep not opposed to that at all so uh get me on sister.com see the rest of the nominees for the game awards uh we'll get a few other things in here uh, before we wrap uh including playstation vr 2 uh we have a release date for it it is february 22nd we have a price tag for it hold on to something it is five hundred and fifty dollars five hundred and fifty dollars for playstation vr Hey Duff, <laughs> right? <laughs> we need this. Can you get us that? Yeah, we
0: have a PlayStation. Can can you get us that? Yeah, like I realize there's a new Oculus. I get it. It's probably way cooler. But 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 seriously, bro, this is probably the way that we
2: need to go. Yes. the The one issue that I have right now, because uh, I mean, uh, i I'm, I'm all for PlayStation VR. I love the idea of it. The only thing that's compelling right now, though, and it's very compelling, is Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, I want to do that so bad. But is that $600, ultimately, if you buy the bundle that comes with Horizon? It's $600, and that's not with the PlayStation to play it with. You have to have the PlayStation as well uh, to, uh, to get that Horizon. If that's the only thing, you know, like, I'm going to have to wait for that price to come down a little bit. That's just nuts how i was not expecting that number at all and it's it's the biggest problem that vr has we've talked about it a ton uh meta has announced their kind of updated uh uh quest that we talked about the quest pro that's 1200 dollars or whatever it is like you're just not gonna get mass adoption of vr with those kind of price points and and for the community to grow, and for the the software and all that kind of stuff to be incentivized for developers and that like I just don't know how you do it at five hundred and fifty dollars and I understand the tech's expensive, and if you want to give people that really good experience like it costs money, I get that, but whoo it is yeah man, and I'm, i
0: mean like i'm I'm in a situation I know you are too because you talked about uh over the summer you had. To get an AC unit replaced, <laughs> right, and and how much that costs? Like, I have my own house now, and it there's, I have these costs that I didn't have before. Yeah. I'm and, paying for a
2: PlayStation VR every month for that new air conditioner right now. Like, right, it's I mean,
0: painful. <laughs> I mean, like, like I had to turn the heat on over here, and I'm like paranoid of what my going to yeah. be in December. <laughs> Cause you know that's gonna be insane. Like I everything that you've said is accurate. Everything that you said is sort of incompletely accurate. But and and I'm gonna mention Sam here because Sam over at the Facebook page posted the other day that he finally got a PS5. Right? Yep. Here's my problem with the price point. It's not that it is what it is, yeah, that's insane, and nobody's gonna pay that. But there are people out there still trying to get your main unit. I can't buy, I can't find one. Like, not only do we need to go get an Xbox, we need to go get a PlayStation 5 because we need one of those over here. Yeah, like. So that's a bigger deal to me than the price point. Like you still can't go out and readily get a PlayStation 5.
2: Yeah, there is a very real possibility that there's going to be PlayStation VR sitting on the shelves before there's PlayStation 5 just sitting on the shelves. Like it's just, yeah, it's wild. Uh, and for, as far as I know, no standalone, uh, like if it had a standalone capable component to it like uh, uh, an, an Oculus Quest, Quest does yeah um, like still expensive but I could at least get the kind of idea around it a little bit easier I just uh, for it to be have to be connected to your PlayStation 5 and cost 550 bucks.
0: and we didn't bring up the other thing we're gonna get mid generation upgrades that's also in the show notes so that's a possibility and maybe a, maybe gonna happen I don't think it's gonna happen this Christmas but why in the world would I buy a Playstation VR when there may be a more powerful PS5 coming
2: yeah there are a lot of questions without answers at this point uh to try to justify five like if you got it like by all means go go knock yourself out VR is awesome right. I love it but whew, it's just a big big number um yep. speaking <laughs> of big numbers uh game pass is officially profitable uh which is a good thing and i always had that question so it's interesting to hear uh phil spencer is saying that it accounts for about 15 percent of uh xbox content and services revenue which is not insignificant like I mean, it's a moneymaker like they're actually making some cash off of it which i i've been skeptical about game pass with that system how much money they were making off can, of it versus what they pay into it, obviously, and so not bad.
0: Can I tell you why they're making money on it? Because they've got 2 million people like me <laughs> that pay for it every month, and I haven't played it since, like, <laughs> uh since, like, August yep. when when I for real moved out of my house. I, I haven't had the ability to play Game Pass, and so that's, like, that I get that debit every month. It's like 1066 to Microsoft. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, yeah, I can do that. If it goes up to 15, I'm going to have a problem. Yeah. Um, And we mentioned this over the summer. The issue that I have is that, like, I would stream the crap out of things on on Game Pass, but you have to plug in a controller to use it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the one missing component because game pass pc is getting better and better they're putting out really good stuff on it yeah but without the kind of pc streaming element because what you get is a console emulation for streaming that you have to have a controller for most things i think there's a few here or there but even then it takes some configuring to get it to work on the stream uh that's the if they could do that that is the the kind of game changer as far as as potentially game pass goes which puts it on uh uh you know competitive foot- footing with something like GeForce now which is uh also interesting you sent me this link uh about um uh people who are you know kind of Switching all their gaming time or most of their gaming time over to GeForce Now instead of uh, playing locally on their PC, even when they have a PC that's capable at this point because of convenience. And it's a topic you and I have discussed with GeForce Now because we've spent some time playing with GeForce Now. Uh, That is both viable and going to continue to be more of a way that PC gamers play games as opposed to waiting around for these graphic cards that are on back order for 6 months to pop up. Uh and
0: like, I, I I I really got to say that I'm taking this seriously because I'm sitting in front of a really nice screen that I don't get to use. Because yeah, I'm playing Life is Strange 2 and I'm playing some other games on the Mac, but they don't they there's no benefit with this screen because yeah it'll do the resolution but it's not wide and again you, you don't have RTX and you don't like I I could see the next tier of G4 G Force now being really nice. And when you think about it, the last computer that you and I bought, we I I spent I spent a lot of money. Uh, you spent about two thousand dollars. I spent about three thousand dollars. But if you do the math on that, if you give GeForce now two hundred bucks a year, you you could play on GeForce now for ten years before you got to what you would pay for a new rig.
2: Right. Like, at that point like, you'd be ready for another new rig. Like
0: <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so so here's here's my thing. Here's what stops me from from just paying a hundred bucks every six months. I do so much with mods that that I I gotta I got to have a gaming rig where I can do mods. I can't do that on GeForce now. And, and I'm like, I really want to play Fallout 4 on the screen, uh, but my, as we previously talked about, I've got 26 mods in Fallout 4 that are absolutely required. Like, it's not a, yeah, I can live without them thing, um so that that's my thing that's what stops me if it wasn't for that like i don't think 100 bucks every six months is that bad
2: yeah and and somebody's gonna figure that out that's that's i feel like the for like the pc gaming community that's the the one thing that has yet to be like solved on the um on the cloud side cloud gaming side where you can allow people to have mods without having to have purchase a dedicated server because that's you know ultimately what you need to to do mods is you have to be able to connect to the same virtual machine every time uh and that's super costly obviously you need those to be dynamic that you can assign them whenever and, and all that good stuff and uh so i get it uh but somebody's going to figure that out, uh, and whenever Nexus Mods figures out how to do that, or another company figures out how to partner with GeForce now in order to make that uh, available, that doesn't feel like it's super far into the future. And at that point, it's going to be really hard to convince me why I need to go pay for uh, a, okay forty. So that was the,
0: that was the next question I had. If that was available, would you pay for this? Because I think I would.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I, it's literally the one thing, uh, like I've played enough, like I don't play, this is the, if you play like competitively, if you play anything where the, the latency is going to be highly an issue, then it's not there yet because there still is input lag, but it's, a lot less than it used to be. And for anything that I play, it's not been enough of a problem to keep me from playing it, you know, and that's playing cyberpunk and stuff like that. Now, granted cyberpunk, I'm not playing as like a heavy shooter or something like that. And so maybe it becomes more of an issue. I do know playing, uh, Forza on Xbox, uh, game pass on the cloud was a little latent for me. Like that one was a little tricky because it's very, very twitchy, uh, with driving mechanics. And so, there's games that don't work perfectly still yet, and you gotta figure those out. But it's getting way better, and it just—it's a matter of time until that's the primary way that I play PC games. Like I just, it just—it feels inevitable to me at this point.
0: And if you think about it, like I, I, I hate to sound like old people at this point, but my the bills at my house have been really nice for for the for the size of my house. The amount of money that I am paying at my house for bills is like insane. And I'm waiting on the other shoe to drop. And part of the reason that my electric bill is reasonable is because I have this Mac studio here that it runs all the time, but it takes no power whatsoever. At some point when you're here, we're going to move my gaming rig. And I, I just thought about it when I read this like I'm literally probably going to have to turn that gaming rig off when I'm not using it because of the power consumption. Like and, and and it's it's a huge difference and and just because of that, I mean that was part of the debate in this reddit thread was hey, I'm saving a ton of money on
2: my electric bill. Yeah. And like Things like dealing with overclocking and like those things are fun to me. Like I don't. Yeah, they are. They're fast. But I don't have time to deal with it at this point in my life. Like I'd rather just be able to click a button and have just an optimized rig ready to go, you know, as opposed to trying to manage resources on my system, having a different gaming uh, login so that I could strip down all the startup service, uh, all the things that we do and have done for decades at this point. You know, it'd be nice. Just click a button and play a game. Uh, I like the techie stuff, but like honestly, it takes a lot of work. Uh, and and if I could get around doing all that work and just play a game, uh, it's preferable to me at this point. Yeah, in just straight up. So, anyway, a couple of other really quick things here. Uh, CD Projekt Red uh, is remaking the original Witcher in Unreal Engine Five, which should be super cool. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. I've, I've never finished that game. We've talked about. I'm still both of us playing. It. Yeah, yeah. It's such a good game, but. Uh, problematic in in lots of ways and so having a, a full-fledged remake of that and the witcher 3 uh the next gen upgrade for uh playstation 5 uh xbox series x uh comes uh in december uh and so we're just a few weeks away from that which is a free update if you already own the game which is really nice i always appreciate those free updates and so uh we'll at least check it out not going to go back and play the witcher 3 all the way through again though it's a game that I would love to uh, it's fantastic just time. You know, that thing. Yeah. Um, So there you go. Uh, Sonic creator uh, Yuji Naka uh, got busted for insider trading. It just, that's <laughs> like, in a, a week of, like, just rough financial, like, world things happening, uh, like, there's just been a ton going on in, like, rich people world. Uh, Sonic's creator being, like, one of those, like, casualties was not what I was expecting. It just bummed me out. Like, yeah, it is what it is, and this kind of stuff happens. Apparently, he bought uh, uh, stock while working at Square Enix phoenix based on insider information which is uh no no and understandably so uh but man uh just a bummer
0: yeah that that is not something you expect here it's a little <laughs> no, weird it was a weird but, headline uh, to
2: be like scrolling through news stuff and go oh 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 you know like yeah. oh sonic's creator what is he up to these days oh going to jail bummer you know yeah, like <laughs> just yeah, Great, yeah. Uh, Streets of Rage may be getting a film adaptation from John Wick creator. Okay, I love Streets of Rage, but no. Streets like- of Rage with the John Wick treatment? Like, I mean, like, I mean, let's be honest about John Wick, which is amazing, is that it's just amazing fight scenes, right? Like, there's nothing compelling about, uh, there's compelling stuff, whatever. But, like, I, I, John I, Wick I, is Keanu Reeves in amazing fights. And if, like, you can make amazing fights in Streets of Rage, like, it'd be fun.
0: I, I'll give you that. But I, the other thing I like about John Wick is the environment. I love the concord and the whole thing. And the. the yeah. but, yeah, I I hear what you're saying could be um, good probably won't by the be. way by the <laughs> way trailer out for john rick ford yes uh, cool. so yeah.
2: yeah exciting stuff and uh the last of us uh tv series starts january 15th also exciting really pumped about that so hope so
0: that i happen. have i have a question for you i know you're not paying for hbo and because you have it on your phone plan yep uh but do you think because the last time I was paying for HBO, I had it on a discount. Do you think they will put a uh, discount out there before this starts? Because I feel like this could drop, this could draw a lot of people in. Yeah. Especially if, especially if the service is a little cheaper. I mean, Hey, they got me for a year uh, paying half price and, and I'm, you know, when The Last of Us comes out, I'm probably gonna pay full price for a while. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if they're gonna try something like that. Because that's the other thing with Microsoft that we didn't bring up. It's it 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 was very clear in that story in the Game Pass story that uh subscriptions are slowing, uh mainly because people's money is getting tighter that's why i currently don't have uh HBO because you uh that's a you know that's 15 bucks a month yep. i don't want to spend <laughs> uh so i'm wondering if there there's there's going to be a big influx of people because they put a discount out there for the last of us
2: yeah and holiday season it's likely too you would not be surprised for something kind of corresponding yeah. there and so uh, i don't know but I, I think that we'll get an influx of people uh either subscribers that are just sitting on their subscribe i haven't watched anything on hbo for a while like you said i pay for it through i get it through my internet plan and or my phone plan both of which are ATT. and so i think i technically have it through both <laughs> uh yeah. and so i'm not even sure which subscription is pulling from but whatever um uh it's uh th- Great. Like HBO content is great, but like I've been waiting for that thing to draw me to it. And this is going to be that thing that brings me back to HBO for a while. And so. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of other people like that as well. So uh, really quick on releases. This is not big time of year for releases. Uh, Oftentimes it is, but this year just we got got a war. So let me preface that by saying we did just get a big uh, release uh, past couple weeks. Got a war obviously was a big release, Uh, but that was the big release uh, for uh, for right now. There's a handful of other things. God of War, by the way, uh, kind of mid-90s Metacritic score, 93, 94, last I checked. Um, there is a new Pokemon or a couple of Pokemon games. They always put them out in pairs. Now, I don't understand Pokemon at all. Uh, yeah. I've just been seeing it get uh, uh, kind of hammered on, on Twitter for the visuals, uh, which are apparently fairly disappointing and buggy and kind of cyberpunk uh, is what it reminds me of, not the visual glitches per se, but just the level of bugginess and that kind of stuff. Which is a bit of a bummer, because obviously that's a big franchise. But 77 on Metacritic, which is not great, not terrible. And so probably about where you should be. Um, uh, Miles Morales is officially out on PC. That seems like a big deal. Uh, if you haven't played that, go play it on PC. Go play it uh, anywhere. Um, uh, Goat Simulator 3. Uh, and that's kind of where we're at at this point <laughs> with uh, releases. It's just, yeah, it's, it's that time of year. Everybody's playing God of War. Go play God of War.
1: I
0: have to get my PC to my house. That's that's all. And I'm I miss playing actual games. And like I said, I'm <laughs> sitting in front of this massive screen that I can't use. Yeah. I mean, I it, it's great for work and and uh, sure. stuff. But i I'm, I'm that's not why like, I absolutely. bought it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So so yeah, I'm I need to get my PC over here. Yep, fair uh, but but uh, I we we're in a good space right now, gaming wise. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're playing God of War. And that's one thing that I will say. I really appreciate you, sir, because when you told me that that you put it up there,
2: I was like, "Ooh, a real <laughs> game! Yeah. That's awesome!" Yeah, yes. in a while. So, yes, uh, here we are, and there's more of it coming. So, uh, yeah, um, about more God of War. Uh, And like I said, go by Shudos, KBSS.com because there's lots there. uh, And expect us back uh, relatively soon as Shudos win. It's been a mess lately, but we'll be back talking about God of War. uh, I guarantee it. uh, Yes, pretty soon. No
0: doubt. No question about that. Until then, go by the Facebook page. There's always a lot of good debate going on over there, lots of good people over there. Tommy is uh saying funny things on Twitter on occasion,
2: <laughs> on occasion and, right uh, now. It's not often. And, yeah, every once in a while. And uh we
0: we definitely need you over there. Our our Twitter feed is really sad at this <laughs> yes. point. Uh with the amount of people that are following us on Twitter. So if you're not following us on Twitter, you really should be. Yeah, do that uh, real quick for us. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Also, if you haven't written a review for us in a while on your favorite uh, podcast platform, if you've never done that for us, we would really appreciate that, so yes. new people can find this show. Hundred uh, there, percent. There's eight zillion podcast platforms out there. Like, every time I look in the email and we've been invited to a new podcast platform, I'm like, how are we not on everything yet? Like, how is that not possible? Like, I I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, there's this new one called Picking Cherries. I don't know what that is. Uh, But but, uh, we need to get working on that. But yeah, if you're listening to us, uh, on your favorite podcast pla- platform, please write a review because we still need those. Uh, and it's, it's something that's kind of important. Other than that, is there anything else, sir?
2: I think we're good.
0: All right, I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. We are Gaming Uncensored and we are out.
1: Would you like to submit a segment
0: for this show, Send it to gaminguncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming
1: Uncensored